Ahem. Well, well, well. Guess who's back with no intro music because the computer is brand new. So I don't know how to put the intro music on there from a computer that won't turn on. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to Rumble Lips. It's been a decade. How long has it been? Like a month. All right. It's been like a month, uh, maybe two. Um, haven't checked my own podcast analytics it don't matter whoever stuck with me y'all are bricks shout out to the the real bricks of castle rumble who um i don't know if you guys want me to say your damn names but all of the people that donated for a new computer um shout out joe rusk who gave me a broken macbook (laughs) the screen not the not the not the uh not the computer itself, but the screen was cracked, and I took it to Apple, and I was like, yo, here, let me do this. Hey, I'm Ram Barnaclo. Welcome to Rumble Lips. If this is your first time listening, you got no fucking idea the shit that I've been through <laughs> with this computer shit, but it's it's all good now. Um, we're, ba- we're, we're back in biz. Uh, so anyway, Joe Rusk, uh, faithful lipster, uh, one of the homies. He goes, uh, I got a MacBook, but the screen's got a crack in it. You probably get it fixed. So I was like, yeah, I'll get that fixed, and uh, I'll use that. I am flying. I had a coffee, and I'm just like, um, so I go to uh, Apple, and I'm like, how expensive could it be? $700. And uh, I was like, well, that's, I'm never going to own that computer. That'll sit here. And um, it didn't. And uh, then then uh, one of the boys from Cleveland at the Golden Ox studio, Jeremy, he uh, he uh, hooked me up with a um, Mac mini and a webcam in the interim. But I can't figure out how to work it. So, yeah, uh, it's it's chilling. But I, I'm going to use that for like road stuff and everything. Um, so, yeah. So then I get this. I, I got the Joe Russ computer just sitting there on the rack. And I was like, damn, dude, found a better deal on a screen. Um, the Mongoose and the Shepherd, they um, generously donated their hard-earned ducats and put put me sh- and with some of my own loot. And, oh, good, I don't know how to turn that off. Um, hopefully that's not the most insane sound in the world, or it didn't pick up. Maybe it did. Who knows? Um if, if I can't now I got to figure out a new computer system. So thank you. Thank you to everyone. Thank you to to the bricks, the true foundation blocks, the cornerstones of the Castle Rumble for uh, getting getting me back up and going. So now it's on, baby. Now I got a computer that checks my thumbprint. I mean, are you fucking kidding me? I'm in the I'm in the big leagues here with a computer beautiful screen thin as a fucking sheet of paper and twice as fast i don't know what that means but there it is we're back and this this episode (laughs) this episode back dude a lot of things are back not only is rumble back but fucking go bananas is back i'm cussing dude what i'm cussing go bananas is back um me drinking coffee on an empty stomach never went away because right now i think i can see into the future for about two seconds for 30 seconds that doesn't make sense doesn't matter i'm uh literally insane i did have to sell some of my jordans to get this computer up and going but you know what it was worth it uh because papa got rent so whatever dude 
Uh, I'm a Yeezy guy now anyway. I, uh, they're the most comfortable shoes. They're like walking on butt cheeks. Anyway, I'm not here to talk about shoes, damn it. I'm here to talk about the season. And though, man, hey, October, get colder faster. What are you, the summer? Fuck off. Leaves are starting to fall off the trees. I'm done with the heat. I hate short sleeves. I think short sleeves on a, a man who isn't a bodybuilder, it's, no, you can't wear t-shirts, okay? You know the guys that wear shorts in the wintertime? Those guys piss me off, okay? If you're like, my legs don't get cold, it's the optics. It has nothing to do with your fucking legs. I've never, my legs have never been so hot in pants I've ever been uncomfortable. In, except for in the fucking summertime. And you know what? I still don't wear shorts in public. The only way you're catching me in shorts in public, hundo, 94. 94, I'm staying inside. People are like, you want to go to the lake? It's like, absolutely not. No, I don't want to go to the fucking lake. That sounds like a nightmare. Well, no, it's summer. You do summer activities. You know what my summer activity is? Staying cool. Being inside. Getting blown on by fans and different HVACs. That's what my fucking summer Johnny is. Not this going to the lake and playing games. I'm not, I'm the, I'm not playing games. Okay? I don't want to go play a game outside. Sit in a park. You want to sit in a park? No. You know the best weather to walk a dog? Winter. You know why it's better in the winter to walk a dog? They got fur. And you can buy coats for them. Also, my real issue is you shouldn't have to buy a coat for a dog. Okay? Dog shivers in the cold? Fine. Ain't going to die out there on a little walk. People, people, I've been thinking about this, okay? I've been thinking about this, and I've kind of been trying to do it on stage. It's a very funny thought to me. Is the first person, obviously a guy, to own a dog. I've done zero research, so I can only speak for America. But if all dogs, if all domesticated dogs come from wolves, it is very funny to me to think about, you know, a guy walking through the forest and he's got like, you know, one of them guns that look like the end of it looks like a bell or whatever. And he's walking through the woods and he's like, do, do, do. And he sees a fucking wolf, a mass matted hair and blood on its face and that dude is just like, instead of immediately running away and being like, oh, no, the woods devil. Just seeing a wolf and being like, hold on a fucking second here. Come here. Come here, buddy. Got the hand out. Come here, little guy. <laughs> what What the hell are you? You want to come live in my house? <laughs> Two things happened. Two things happened if you owned a dog back in the day. The people of the area in the town, when you owned a dog, were either like, that man's evil. He's connected with a beast in a way. He's connected with a murder beast, you know, because like people normally, you know, back in the day, you ride a horse around, you connect with the horse or whatever. You're like, this is my horse, Jeremetrius. I am Azriel. I ride my horse, Jeremetrius. Everybody knows me for my horse. And the beautiful, dappled Jeremetrius is my horse. And people were like, oh, there goes Azriel on Jeremetrius. Those guys really got a bond, you know, and that's that's fine. Um, but uh, uh, horses' teeth 
uh, look like people's. They're just big people teeth. Uh, a wolf's teeth looks like a fucking wolf's teeth. I mean, the most famous wolf when I was a kid's name was White Fang. I mean, Fang's in the name, okay? So, you know what you know, you know what I mean? And for for a guy to take a wolf into a house and just be like, uh, I connected with this thing. People of the area were probably like, that motherfucker is a male witch. That's a goddamn warlock lives in the woods up there. I don't I don't trust anybody that's friends with the ghosts of the woods or whatever wolves were called that thing at night that screams at the moon. Yeah. He's one of them sleeps in uh, his fucking bed. That guy, Ezekiel's Hezekiah is fucking crazy. He lives out there in the woods with a demon. That's what they thought. The other option was he, th- th- he's fucking that thing. He's, he's fucking that wolf guy lives out there alone. <laughs> Brought that big hairy wolf in there. He's fucking that wolf. I guarantee you that. But honestly, people would probably be like, oh, my God, I hope it's the latter. (laughs) I hope he's not an evil woodsman. I hope he's just banging that thing. I hope he's just got a real issue. Because if he's evil, we're going to have to burn him up. We're going to have to shoot his house with arrows. And we know it's well guarded. He's got that murder machine in there. The first time you see a wolf just poop inside, you're just like, what the fuck? I'll tell you this, though. A, a wolf running around biting kids in the woods, that that's not a bad dog. That's that's doing its job. That's, that's what you got him for. You're like, you know what? I'm going to bring him in here. And probably in the wintertime, you're like, thank God I started petting this fucking thing because uh, now I don't even need a blanket. I just sleep with a 130 pound recently domestic. I mean, recently domesticated. That's so fun. <laughs> it's just, he's just brand new to acting chill. You know what I mean? I'll tell you what, that wolf wasn't afraid of fucking thunderstorms. You didn't need to give him a little jacket. That motherfucker was born out of thunder. You never hear, heard the settlers like, um, you, you can't have like a baby around my wolf because um, he'll eat it and I don't have any wolf Xanax. <laughs> I don't have any I don't have any wolf Xanax. So um, he's he's a little testy. Nah, old school dogs used to just walk in a house and just like bite a piece of the wall out. And you're like, all right, well, Jeremetrius is home. I don't know why I'm so stuck on that name. Um all I've thought about is a wolf just being like, you know what, man? I live in this house at any moment. I mean, because there had to be a time where those people were like, you know, bring it inside. I'm sure the first one like lived outside and came up, ate a couple. The guy was like, he doesn't eat apples. I guess I got to feed him some of my meat. First podcast back. Chomp some granola on it. Who cares, dude? Also, if you domesticated... This is the other thing. This is the other thing. The other thing. There's no other thing. This is literally just a stream of consciousness. If, If we domesticated dogs and all dogs came from wolves right and i know the obvious joke is like well what what kind of wolf was a pug it's like shut up but how the fuck i mean did cats just 
did cats just like walk around? And people were like, yeah, we're just cool with them. Because like cats don't seem like they're domesticated now. You know what I mean? They kind of just live in our houses. But if a cat went outside, it's just like, well, all right. <laughs> you know, like I grew up in a house where we never let our cats out. They never went outside and dicked around and then came back in the house with a bunch of fleas and street on their paws. They would just like, they would just like live in the house and meow and poop. And then in 15 years, they would just fucking not be there anymore. They'd just be dead. They'd just be angels, you know. But now, but, but now, I mean, if you honestly think about it, it, unless a cat is completely fucked up that lives in your house and like it fell off the windowsill and didn't do the old land on its feet thing, which is also insane. Um, that it, that it can just go outside. I mean, maybe not a city cat, but you know, cats survive in the city. God knows there's a thousand of them around my neighborhood. (laughs) Oh, I told you about the raccoon that got smoked by a car and then a, or a cat that got smoked by a car really bummed me out. And then a raccoon who was probably eating the dead cat got smoked on top of it. And then there was this amorphous blob of two fucking murdered animals in my street for a while. And, you know, it was in the good part of the summer when it was at its hottest. So the whole neighborhood stunk like God knows what. And we also have a we also have a uh, we also have a cat population up at Go Bananas and that I believe has been waning because in the last few years. Now, I call it Cat Cosa. If you guys ever watched True Detective, there's a lady that comes... Carcosa? Yeah, this is that for cats. Um, there's a lady, and I don't know what her fucking deal is. And I'll tell you what, she's kind of an asshole. But there's this lady that comes up to Go Bananas every day. I mean, every day. During the pandemic, every day. In her little mask, she drives her minivan, she comes up, and she feeds the cats. And they... The cats only come up to this fucking lady. And I asked, I asked the boss, I'm throwing up. I asked the boss man, I was like, uh, what's up with this fucking lady? He's like, she's always just come here. I don't know if she came with the property or what. She's an older lady. She drives a minivan. She shakes some cat food. Fucking 12 cats come out of the woods screaming. She feeds them. And her other job is to chase raccoons away. That's all she does. And I, and sometimes I'll see her, I'll wave, and she'll wave at me, but she waves with this scowl. She's like, and like, like I'm not doing my fucking job. And it's like, lady, nobody nominated me to be the fucking prince of the cats. I'll do it, but also it seems like you're super fucking into it. You know what I mean? So this lady, you can't get a word out of her. You can't go up, hey, have you named any of them? It's like, dude, she's just out the fucking lunch all the time. I try to be a friend to this lady, like how she is to cats. I come up to her. I bring her little treats. <laughs> no, no, but I, I mean, I try to, you know, I try to be nice to her. I see her every fucking day. And um, we had these big, fluffy Siamese cats up there that had like kind of wonky eyes. It looked like they were inbred. And um, I haven't seen them around in a while. We had this big black and white cat. I haven't seen that one around in a while. I only see a couple of these tabbies. And I am talking at the speed of 1,000 miles per hour. Maybe it's just that I'm excited to get back to doing a podcast, but I am talking at a rate that is pissing me off. So I can't imagine what it's doing to you guys. Just unsubscribe. Don't listen to this shit anymore. <laughs> I um, 
Yeah, so the, anyway, I'm dealing with this mean cat lady for the last six years of my life. She doesn't know my name. I don't know her name. I I bet it's something like Peg. She looks like a Peg, you know? She look, she's she got real Peg vibes about her. So anyway, Peg, Peg the cat lady, she goes up there and she's shaking treats. And they'll, they'll like rub their fucking dirty woods bodies all over her legs. And, and she's out there fucking talking to them. And... And then when she goes away, I'm like, all right, well, they're, they're, they've been fed. Maybe I'll kind of walk up there and give a fucking, you know, hi. Maybe I'll do it in my cat voice and I'll walk over there and I'll I'll try to get low. And these things are like fucking fur lightning, dude. I walk over. I'm like, hi. And I get within, I don't know, 300 yards and you just see trees moving and shit. How fast they get away from me. So the cats aren't fucking with me. Um, and I tried to walk on the little back area trail. Uh, there, there's a little back area trail behind Go Bananas. That's kind of, I think all the, the, the octogenarians from the retirement homes, I think they, they walk it. They walk it every morning. And I know that, um, and I don't think that. Because when I walked back there with a fucking neck tattoo, I felt, and maybe this is because Everything I watch on YouTube is like uh, murder related. I thought or pro wrestling. That's like my entire YouTube channel is like five cold cases that were solved in 2020. And then it's just like watch the best body slams of 1994 or whatever. So it's my entire YouTube uh, channel. And I was walking on this little path and I was like walking up to be like, what, what goes on back here? And as I was walking, I rounded this bend and uh, it was two old women and they started walking at a speed after seeing me that I was that I was like, y'all are going to blow your fucking hips out if you keep trudging this paved path like this. So I had to turn around, double back and go back to go bananas, admit that I'm not I'm not one for the old people trail or I need to bring an old person with me. But all my old people are dead in my life. All my elder, all my elders, all the uh, all the elders that made up my DNA have passed on to their great reward. So I uh, I don't get uh, I don't get to walk with any ancients anymore. That's you know what I just as I'm saying that I'm like I'm realizing I'm a, I'm a peepaw meemaw orphan. I've been orphaned from meemaw and peepaws. I I got none. My 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 peepaw that I was. <laughs> My people that I was named after, he cashed out. Sigs took him out. Um, uh, so he's hacking butts in the sky right now. Uh, he ruled. Uh, old Iron Lung. He fucking, he ruled. He was he was a cool dude. Um, then that Iron Lung's wife, she was the the recent, most recent uh, uh, meemaw death in my family. And um, I didn't talk to her for years. Because uh, she denied my little brother a popsicle. Um, and so uh, that grudge, that grudge was uh, was really deep uh, within the within the within the Barnacle family lineage. And then um, my mom's my mom's mom, my Meemaw Joan, she was a absolute priceless angel that that uh, that no one could ever deny was a priceless angel. And um I guess my mom said she used to be pretty mean to her, like wake her up at five in the morning on Saturday and be like, vacuum the steps, bitch. But I never got that version of her. She was just a lady that would kiss me 
far too much and um, would decorate for Christmas. And she fucking ruled. I think she had... Uh, she, I remember, though, that my grandma Joan had the haircut of an Asian boy my whole life. You know what I mean? Like that Beatles... She, she had black hair, so she had beetles like she had helmet head and uh i really <laughs> i really loved that she rocked helmet head i wish i would have got her hair actually because actually i kind of do have her hair just not on top i have uh i have helmet head um pre- when i grow my hair out i have grandma joan helmet head so helmet head went down when i was like i i, I don't think i could even drink it maybe could i my mom will listen to this and be like helmet head passed away when you were like 22 and i'll be like really um but i loved her she was she was she was fucking awesome helmet head ruled uh <laughs> meemaw helmet head <laughs> uh that might be the name of this episode unless i think of a really good one for the serbian but i don't think i'm beating meemaw helmet head uh, uh as far as names go in this podcast so r.i.p meemaw helmet head i loved her so much she she ruled, and I mean this is a comedy podcast, so Helmethead is very funny. I bet my mom's laughing at calling her uh, Grandma Helmethead. Um, and then uh, the Serbian, the Yugoslavian, the Hungarian, wherever the fuck he was from in the Eastern Bloc, he uh, he uh, he he died like I don't know, ten, seven, seven to ten years ago. Was I thirty one? No, I was probably like 29. He probably died like 10 or 11 years ago. That he he fucking ruled. I I really liked him because he just I don't know why I'm talking about my grandparents. Um Oh, cuz I don't have any old people to walk along the trail with. Um because I don't, you know, and I try to like make myself small, you know. I try to like make myself real little when I walk down the trails with the elders. Cause I'm, you know, I'm 38. I'm not one of these. Uh, I'm not one of these young Johnnies with, with my, with my, with my pants around my knees, and <laughs> I'm not out there sagging my pants with my flat brimmed baseball hat, talking about rap. I, I am. <laughs> that was loud. I am. Uh, I am a 38 year old man who doesn't sag his pants, but wears pretty loud shoes and has a neck tattoo and a beard and i wear a hat because i'm going bald so i am bald and uh so um i don't think i look threatening though do i look threatening i don't i feel like i don't look threatening um but you never know and also good for the elders for not trusting a rogue loud shoe wearing neck tattooed man walking down the trail good for them because uh, you know what that's their that's their area that's their land and i probably look pretty sketchy i probably don't look like i belong there because they don't know there's a comedy club over there they don't know i mow the grass they don't know i painted a wall you know what i mean they have no idea i'm just a guy coming out of a parking lot that has a fucking broke down bulldozer in it they're they're like what the hell is this tattooed johnny up to so yeah no i get it i i actually do get it and i uh and I'm sorry to the Meemaws that I that I sketched out. They're wearing their little windbreaker gear. I wanted to walk up and be like, what's Canasta? <laughs> Maybe that's how I broached the Meemaws. Dude, what if I befriended all the Meemaws? What if I befriended the Meemaws of that uh of that area? I just I just become great friends with all the Meemaws of the area. That would actually be pretty fucking sick. 
I walk up. I'm just like, hey, what's up? I'm Ran. What is Mahjong? <laughs> hey, what's up? I'm Ran. My throat's a little scratchy. Does anybody have a holes? And they'll be like, what flavor? I mean, may, it, this is my, maybe maybe I need a new Mimo. I'm taking Mimo applications, dude. Because I got a great, I got one great Mimo, Helmet Head. She was amazing. But then I got one bunk Mimo. One bunk Mimo filled with venom. And I think I need I think I need a Mimo rebate. <laughs> I want a, I want a, I want a grandma rebate, dude. I want a Mimo that'll fucking care for me, talk to me, give me a hauls, tell me I don't need a Mimo. I mean, I don't need anybody to care for me. Um I would I would like a like a cheek pinch on Christmas from a Mimo, but you know. It's not like I'm going to make my mother a Mimo. Not until I'm 50. That's when I'm having kids. <laughs> I'm going to, I, I, I want to be an old dad, you know? Is there still, is there still, and th this is for the doctors listening, but is there still some fucking, is there still some, is there still some, uh, some, some, uh, potent venom in the old nutsack when you're 60? Or do, do guys, do dudes, <sighs> I know boners are, I know men's hard penises. <laughs> I know bone. This is me figuring it out. Now I know that boners don't last forever, uh, but with with uh, with like pill science or t tablet science, whatever you're supposed to call them, with that science, you could get you can get a boner well into your probably 80s or 90s. You might fucking go blind for an hour, but you could still. You but at that point, whoever you're banging at 80 and 90 probably want to go blind. You could probably, uh, you could probably get a a a bone a bone, but I wonder if you could. Uh, can you still blast the fucking? Can you still blast a baby in a lady? This is this is me talking to a doctor. Excuse me. Um, yeah, I have a question. Go ahead. Uh, yes. Uh, at eighty or ninety years old, if I could achieve a uh, an erection, could I still shoot a kid in a lady? <laughs> Can I still buck? Let's say my hips were mine and um, I was 80 years old and I popped a blue. Could I still shoot a child inside of a willing participant? And uh, thank you. I'll take my question off the air. I wonder what's the oldest. I mean, I do got this fancy new computer. My phone's all the way over there. I don't want to pause it. Oh man, what's the oldest you can you can buck a child in a lady? That's what I want to know. What is the oldest? Where is my where's my iPad? Oh fuck, it's charging over there. Do I get enough cord? Do I get enough cord to get my phone? Fuck. Oh, hold on. I can just set the mic down really quick and then jump. How long? Okay. I got my phone. Let's see here. Okay. How old? How? How old can a man? How old can a man be to father a child? Okay. 
Although most men are able to have children well into their 50s and beyond, what? It becomes gradually more difficult after the age of 40. There are many reasons. This includes sperm quality. Oh, sperm quality depends uh, tends to decrease with age. So the quality of your uh, of your uh, of your jism. Oh, so maybe maybe if you have maybe so maybe if I'm like in my sixties and I get somebody pregnant, my baby will come out and he'll be like real real small. <laughs> be like I don't know. <sighs> Yeah, Rand just had a two-pound baby? Really? Yeah. Slid right out. Gave her no issues. <laughs> his baby can't drink. His baby's allergic to water. <laughs> his baby's his baby's his baby's allergic to fucking light, dude. I mean, if you I just <laughs> I just have a baby. I, I'm a 60-year-old man. I'm like, yep, got her, got my wife pregnant. You know. She's like, hello. <laughs> baby comes out just like already already just like you know he can't have melon or citrus or gluten or be near light or smell water or hear the daytime he lives yeah what a quality of life but okay you hear that mom you make it to fucking 97 years old i'll give you i'll give you i'll give you a damn grandson for you to raise Be like, how how old is your dad? And they're like, he's he's a uh, um, my kid's in kindergarten, and I just come up. I'm one of those old men that rock two canes. Have you seen those fucking guys at Home Depot? Just me. All right. Yeah, I mean, dude, old men with double canes. It's just like, hey, dude, you know what? You probably got pretty good insurance. Hack them off. Take the chair. Two canes? One? One pretty cool. Two canes? It's like, what are you going to cast two fucking spells? Get out of here. What are you even doing at Home Depot? Just just wishing? Walking around like I used to be able to build a deck? <laughs> what the fuck are you doing in here? I saw a man with two wooden canes at Home Depot. He was just ripping around. I was like, dude, get the fuck. I mean, that's when you know it's kind of like... It's like, who the fuck sent you here? My wife wants a new bookshelf. It's like, who, who the fuck's going to build it? <laughs> I think about that, too. Like, those old dudes with two canes, they're probably around when you used to cut a tree down. It would take you and a buddy and one of them long saws where you'd, like, try to push it into the other guy's guts, and he'd try to push it into your guts, and then you, you'd, somebody would yell timber and... You'd have to like cut it up in the woods and be like, how long did it take you to cut that tree down in your front yard? And people would be like, six weeks. It took six weeks. It took six weeks, five, me and five of my friends, all with axes. Um, it was a nightmare. It was a fucking nightmare. Now you're just in a Home Depot like, what is this machine? And they're like, that is a saw, a chainsaw. What? What does it do? How many men do you need to operate this? Just one. And the guy just picks up one of his canes. It's got a sword in it. He just fucking cuts his guts out at Home Depot. Well, I got a show tonight. 
at Go Bananas Comedy Club. It's back. Looks beautiful. We, we finally got the sound in check, which is nice. Uh, I'm going to go up there. I'm going to scream my hollers. I was going to talk about how it's scary season. Uh, it's spooky season. A lot of Instagram uh, girls will say it's spooky season. It's pumpkin spice world. Uh, the leaves are going to start a crunching. And um, that's when we really do our crunch em ups. That's when I might do a couple of these walk around episodes I used to love to do. I ain't doing it in the heat. Can't pay me. Can't pay me to do one in the heat. But uh, yeah, so I'm uh, Go Bananas is back and it looks fucking sick. And um, I was going to talk about this tonight. I'm not sure. Uh, I was going to rank this the ghosts, um, culture's ghosts, the scariest ghosts. And I think the least scary ghost of all time is Mexican ghosts. Because what do I want to fuck a ghost? Mexicans are hot as hell. So no thank you. Not scary if I want to bang you. Uh, can't be scared of you. <laughs> no, but I mean, you know, with the with like the 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 sugar skulls and like the that that. It seems even when you see like uh, movies and stuff like that about like uh, scary uh, like I'm I'm generally thinking that's Mexican culture. Right. I, I don't have that wrong. That's not like South American might be something different. But in Mexican culture, the, it there it doesn't seem that scare scary. You know what I mean? It seems like it seems like uh, uh, it seems like fun and kind of cool, um, like the Day of the Dead stuff. So that those ghosts. Uh, they're the least scary to me. And this is just my list. Least scary. Um, second least scary after Mexican ghosts would be white ghosts. Because white ghosts are too prevalent. We know about white people ghosts. The most things white people ghosts do is like go through walls. They're like wet old women that are like, you stole my treasure or whatever. And you're like, okay. Not scary. White people ghosts, not scary. The, 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 the next one after white people ghosts that are not that are scarier than white people ghosts, right? So Mexican ghosts and white people ghosts, less, least scary to me personally. Then when it starts getting scary, black people ghosts. Because, okay, first of all, black people ghosts, they have like very like, uh, when they don't have any pupils, I mean scary ghosts. Scary ghosts, top, top scary, pretty much almost the top, but black people ghosts were beat out by, in my estimation, the scariest culture with the scariest ghosts, Asian ghosts, <laughs> okay? Asian ghosts are the number one scariest ghosts. I mean, first of all, there's always like a slime element or a black blood thing with the mouth and the eyes. They also... Uh, seemingly don't have joints and can also walk through walls. They are always in uh, weird contorted positions. Uh, they don't speak English, which is, I mean, that's the ultimate ghost movie in my estimation is a bunch of white people or a bunch of Americans. They don't have to be white. They can be all different kinds of Americans, walks of lives, um, throw a Jewish American in there. Throw a black American in there, throw a lesbian in there, throw whatever you want for this movie. Um, but the movie, they all go over to uh, an Asian country. I'm thinking Japan. Uh, is that where the grudge is from? I think so. Grudge is either Japanese or Korean. I don't believe it's Chinese. So you take them to wherever the grudge or the ring. Uh, 
I think that's Japan, right? So you take him to Japan, and um, they're all in a house, and then that ghost is terrorizing them. What's this, what's scarier than an Asian ghost? We've already established nothing. And then what's also scary is the ghost will be trying to give you messages, and you're a dumb fucking American. Whatever walk of life you're in, not a lot of Americans speak Japanese. So, whoa, daddy, we would just be fucked in that movie and i think that's uh that's that's my pitch for a ghost movie a scary asian ghost and you don't speak japanese you don't speak the language whichever uh whichever whichever language you want to go with the ghost doesn't speak english you don't speak ghost and you don't speak japanese <sighs> what's scarier it's like in the ta- it's like in taken that's why taken was never really and i know taken has nothing to do with ghosts but I'm just saying, th- th- I used to think this about Taken a lot, okay, with, L- with Liam Neeson. I almost called him Leslie Nielsen. With Liam Neeson, this was the scariest thing about Taken. Or not scary, or most unrealistic, I should say. And I know it's a fucking movie, ba-da-da-da-da. But for the sake of the podcast, I would watch Taken, and the Russians stole his daughter for the sex, for, for sex stuff uh, to sell to sell to other Russians or czars or sheiks. I don't, I don't fucking remember the movie, but they would, they stole the daughter and they're like, who wants to buy her to plow her in a different country? And people were just like, uh, yeah, us. There was like, I don't really think there's any subtitles except for when they're talking to each other. But Liam Neeson calls them. I mean, the real plot of the movie should have just been Liam Neeson's like picks up the phone and the guy's like, and Liam Neeson's like, who is this? And he's like, and Liam Neeson's like, are you Russian? And he's like, da. And they're like, okay, here I come. And the whole movie would have been better if there was a language barrier. Or Liam Neeson knew Russian and was like, and is that Russian? Who fucking knows? But. It would have been a better movie. I think we need to explore some more language barriers in movies. Okay? Why was I watching a movie with, uh, what fucking movie was I just watching? And, it, oh, it was about, uh, oh, it's, it's, um, it's, it's Gladiator. Russell Crowe's name's the Spaniard, but he's got a fucking British accent. It's like, what is this? It's the same as like in, uh, 300. This is Sparta. It's like, no, it's not. You're from, where were the Spartans from? Weren't they Greece or Greek or, or, or a Mediterranean country? Wasn't that Sparta? I know it wasn't in fucking foggy London, okay? So no matter what country uh, the Spartans were from, they weren't from fucking jolly old England. It's like all those movies with like, um, like yeah, Troy. Wasn't Achilles Greek or Italian or Roman or some shit? Achilles should have walked up and be like, hello. <laughs> That's it. It should have been. It should have been that. I'm coming to kill your best man. And they're like, who the fuck is this guy? It's like, yeah, people are like, they're all British in Game of Thrones. Like, yeah, because Game of Thrones is fucking fake, number one, and it rules. The Targaryens can be like, hello, father. It doesn't matter. But when you're doing these these movies where it's like, 
you know, I'm the top soldier from Italy. And it's like, are you? Because your accent is fucking wild. And I, I just don't, I never understand that. I, I just don't, I, even in, even in like, well, the one movie that I think really drills it is like Eastern Promises with uh, uh, Vizio Morgenstein. That motherfucker, he's named after a Target TV or whatever. Vizio, Vigo, whatever his name is. That guy fucking rocks in Eastern Promises because he does a Russian accent. Oh, that's what it was. I watched Nine Perfect Strangers on Hulu. I was watching Nine Perfect Strangers on Hulu. And Nicole Kidman, is if you haven't seen it, it is pretty fucking good. But it's also like, what is Nicole Kidman up to? First of all, it looks like they like... It looks like she has 17 pieces of hair on her head. I don't know wh why her hair is so thin, because it seems like if you're going to get so much surgery done to your face where you look like a cat, then you should get hair thickening surgery or wear wigs or something. But anyway, Nicole, I, I can't I shouldn't really comment on Nicole Kidman's body unless I have the perfect body, <laughs> which I do. Uh, so but I'm, I'm just saying Nicole Kidman, her face looks fucking crazy when i was a kid i thought nicole kidman was so hot okay i'm not gonna go down that road but she does i mean she's had so much shit done to her it's like lady will you fucking relax um so she she's she's like this russian lady that was like a high-powered business executive that had a near-death experience that has like basically a rehab clinic where she doses everybody with uh psilocybin mushrooms and and uh have have them get over their traumas and their pain and um it, that that's so that's the plot right it sounds good i started watching it it's on hulu it's worth the watch I'm watching nine perfect strangers nicole kidman's russian in the show she starts out she's like yes i am from russia and then by about 13 minutes later she's like come on in sit down she just it's like a whimsical voice. Like, where was this fucking Russian accent you had, lady? It is a good show. The twists, you don't see it coming. It is worth it. It's a good show. It's a damn nice show. And I'll watch it once again. No, I won't. I'll, I'll see it one time. Um, okay. I have to go to Go Bananas now. Um, I'm on the shows tonight at 7.30 and 10 o'clock. Oh, 42 minutes. I must be Joe Rogan. Um Hopefully nobody has a problem with my list of ghosts. Uh, uh, if you if you have uh, if you disagree with me on any of my ghost listings, um, please DM me at Rumble Lips on Instagram, and I'd like to know your lists of ghosts. For this is October, and we shall do the spooky seasons. Now then, um, okay, let's see. If you want to come see me do stand up, come to Go Bananas. Check my Instagram at Ran Barnaclo. If you want to donate to the podcast, patreon.com slash rumble lips. Um, I've got some new stuff going up on Patreon. I'm going to get that together tomorrow and start really hammering out the Patreon for everybody who's paid. Thank you once again to all the lipsters, uh, the bricks, the bricks in the castle that have donated uh, to help me get this new computer. It, it really, it really, uh, it's really the best. And I, I'm really psyched to be able to be doing rumble again. So thank you guys. Um, and expect new riff cities with me and Dave Waite and, uh, Mr. Cheeks with Mike Cronin. The computer thing was kind of the reason why I didn't do that. So thank you again, getting the Patreon. If you'd like, uh, new listeners, thanks for sticking by. Uh, thanks for going back in time and listening to some old ones. I will talk to you guys, uh, next week or over on the Patreon. 
Okay, uh, let's see here. Um, oh, I just hit this. 